Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That is a bogus fake name I came up with to use for this newsletter. I recently joined a gym for the third time in my life, and I realized uh, as I signed up that this was the first time I was doing it for the right reasons. And this will come as just absolutely shocking news. The first two times were before I got sober. And the first two times were a complete waste of time. <laughs> so my first gym membership was my freshman year in college, which happens to be almost the exact time that my addictions were unleashed. Um, I was out of the house living on my own with other college students, and I was drinking, smoking, dabbling in drugs, and lifting a lot of weights. <laughs> my one goal was to get into the best shape possible so that when I went out and got drunk, I would be able to talk to women. And then I wanted to hook up with as many people as possible. And it was this really ugly um, convergence of all of these things that are problematic for somebody like me who's an addict in every conceivable way. So as a freshman, I had a good year in the gym. I got into the best shape of my life and I was 19 years old. So I didn't could eat whatever I want. I didn't have the dad bod cooking just yet. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't very spiritual, uh, any of it, none of the behaviors. It wasn't spiritual and it, it wasn't very sustainable, it turns out. By year two of college, I had stopped going to the gym and my drinking and smoking and chewing skull had probably doubled even from freshman to sophomore year. And if you're pondering for a second if a person really could smoke and chew tobacco at the same time, trust me, it's possible, and it is disgusting. Uh, I definitely had some nasty moments hugging a toilet bowl at 2 a.m. Uh, the second gym membership I got was when I was 25 years old, something like that, right around 25. I was living in New York City. I would moved there with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and... I had begun to drink and use painkillers together in a way that it started to scare me. Um, I had known for years that I liked getting drunk or high a little, a little bit more than normal people. I knew that. I knew that right away. And now I, I had gone from like doing it a little bit more than normal people to like needing to do it almost every night. And I was in that phase of addiction. Where <laughs> it's a pretty common theme in, in uh, recovery, but it's that phase of addiction where I had created some rules for myself to manage my drinking. I knew I had a problem and I could just, I'll just let me figure this out. And so I came up with <laughs> a preposterous plan, um, where I decided I could have two beers per night on work days as long as I went to the gym first. And then I told myself that um, I could go up to like maybe a six-pack of beer on Friday and Saturday nights as long as I had gotten a workout in earlier. And I also tried to wait at least four hours after my last painkiller um, to start drinking. And boy, oh boy. I had this math equation in my head where one side of the equation was healthy stuff like the gym and on the other side was the painkillers and the alcohol and somehow in my brain they equaled out. Um, they balanced each other out but 
you know, like all guidelines I ever established for myself, my drinking and drug, and I couldn't, I couldn't live up to them. Um, my workouts got shorter and shorter because they were cutting into my drinking time. <laughs> Pretty soon I let myself, uh, I upped it to three beers per night on weekdays. And I, I'm using air quotes here to help me get to sleep easier. I came up with that. Like I can't, if I don't go from two to three beers, I won't be able to sleep. And then I also, I started to count Thursday as a weekend day instead of a weeknight. Because, you know, Thursday, Thursday's basically the same as Friday and Saturday, right? Uh, after another year or two, um, you know, my gym membership was canceled. And I was getting loaded every night, regardless of whether I worked that day or had to the next day. It just didn't matter. My, my addiction had officially begun. Now, fast forward to 2019. I'd been sober for 11 years, and I had started to started to tack on a few pounds, a couple LBs. Um, <laughs> it was causing some issues for me, physically and spiritually, you know, both ways. And so I, so I bought some weights, and I started to work out at home, and I came up with a plan I was comfortable with, and it was a gradual plan. Um, I'm actually in sobriety. I'm able to come up with realistic goals for things, whatever it is, and then stick to them. I know myself pretty well. I don't tell myself a lot of bullshit anymore. Um, and so I really put some thought into it, and I decided I wanted to do medium-level workouts every single day to build fitness into a habit rather than a quick-fix thing that I would burn out from. I think that if I was doing two and a half hour workouts every single day for a while, I would just like last a couple of weeks. If I even did it like three times a week, it might have like kind of drifted into like just, I would just phase it out if it wasn't like a part of every day. And so, so I worked out at home for two plus years, almost every single day. Um, until early in 2022 when I decided to jump it up a notch and I joined a gym. And I've been going almost every day since then with the same goal, which was reasonable workouts as a daily part of my life. Um, I won't go too deep into the benefits of what it is it has added to my recovery because, um, you know, it's pretty pretty obvious what it does. But but the benefits have been extensive. They're legit. Like I would advocate to anybody um, thinking about if you want to add something to your recovery, like. Something physical is really move a muscle, change a thought. That's what we say all the time, right? So in my experience, just with me, there's a connection between my emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. Those three things. And that when I have a good program for all three, you know, it's the best way for me to live my life. Is the dad bod gone? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm chipping away at it, but I... I still have a little bit of that old shitty math equation where like one hour of working out means, hey, maybe I can eat Oreo cookies for like an hour at night and it'll be like, you know, it'll add, it'll equal out, you know. And I, do, I don't need a mathematics professor uh, to again realize that, that that equation doesn't quite work for this tire that I now have around my waistline. But hey, like anything else in recovery, it's baby steps, right? And so um, I know I'm heading in the right direction, and that's been beautiful accomplishment. And so, and hey, 
At the end of the day, at least I'm not hovering above the toilet with a nicotine barf explosion. <laughs> so, and for now, I will take it. <laughs> Thanks for letting me share.